This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for hanging out here on Kelly and Company, sticking around till the end of the show because we still have some fun conversations and new things that you can discover probably. Take some notes on a book maybe. But anyway, if you missed any part of the show, you can of course check us out on our repeats. AMI audio news schedule every eight hours back to the top of the rotation. So check us out for our next two repeats. You can also go to your favorite podcast platform and download the podcast full show or segment-wise, and we're available for you there also. Brock Richardson has been hanging out with me for the last couple of days. I'm Ramia Amuthan. Thanks for listening. You know, we talk about staples during the weeks. Every day there's a staple in some form or another. And one of the Friday staples is the Chatty Bookshelf with Ryan Hui. So let's get into it. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? My name is Ryan Hui, this is the Chatty Bookshelf, and we talk all things audiobooks. Hello, Ryan. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I'm pretty excited. I mean, it's one of the best months sports-wise of the year, but I know we can't really get into that, but I'm uh, excited uh, to be uh, here, uh, you know, okay. doing my Friday staples, and uh, you know what? Jeff, I, I really says yes, it. we can, and he's the one controlling <laughs> I... the show today. And I second that. So now Rami is outvoted. So we'll just talk Three sports. One. Yeah. Uh, but oh, Ryan also loves the books. Boss, so right? I yeah. don't think. Bro, I know. Will, I know. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> one of the He's other. Torn. Know, at this point. <laughs> I did, guys, I did want to start off with a little bit of sad news uh, before before we get into it. Uh, so uh, prolific narrator uh, Dick Hill has actually passed away this year um, or this week. And you know what? It's, it's unfortunate because he's brought so much joy, so much entertainment and so many different stories uh, to, to the audiobook world. He's done a lot for the publishing scene and things like that. So uh, he's being remembered through uh, social media. He's narrated over a thousand audiobooks, if you can believe it. And uh, he actually would be most remembered for the Jack Reacher series, which has sold millions and millions of copies. But I just wanted to, you know, give a quick shout out and uh, say thank you for all that you've done for the the audiobook world, because uh, he's really um, one of the staples, as we have kind of said that as our word of the day uh, of the audiobook audiobook world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, always. Thousands of titles. Yes, I know. And always sad when we lose a narrator or someone significant in the audiobook world, you know, a familiar name or voice and, uh, or, or, you know, writing, I guess too. Um, but it's, it's because it feels somehow for me, it feels like it's still pretty tight knit. So when we have, you know, great authors, great narrators, uh, it feels like such a big loss for the, the entirety of audiobook listening. No, and you know what? The the big thing is like you're going to hear that voice over and over again because they, those right. books are so popular and it's just yes. going to bring you back. It's going to flash back to that point in time or uh, that certain memory or, hey, the first time you listen to this book sort of thing. I've, or I've already looked through my library and saw that there's several. I can't even count the amount of titles in there by him. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to try and get back into that and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, have some good memories of when and where I listened to them or the first time I heard his voice, that sort of thing. But the Jack Reacher series is pretty awesome. So uh, if you guys are into the thriller stuff, go go 
pick it up because I'm sure there's going to be some memorial sales and stuff on on uh, on Audible and stuff, so you can get his stuff anywhere possible. Awesome. Well, condolences to the family for sure, and and you know when you think about thousands of audiobooks, that's uh, pretty incredible. Uh, where else are we going today, Ryan? Such a cool idea, and I know I say that every week, but it seems that uh, every week there's something just a little bit new. So there's a new audiobook that came out just last week, uh, so not this Tuesday, but last Tuesday, and it's topping all the charts everywhere, but it's got a little bit of a twist to it. And uh, I know I say that quite often, but you know what? This one is really cool. It's got some great ideas, and I can't wait to tell you guys about it because it's absolutely brilliant, hilarious, and it, it kind of checks all the boxes because you get a little bit of everything in, in it. So um, it's it's a, it's a really cool listen, and I really hope after you guys hear everything about it that you guys will go pick it up because it is kind of available almost everywhere at this point. Okay, I'm really excited to find out more about this because there's some big names. There is. So it's co-produced by comedian Kevin Hart. The book is called Kiss and Tell, and it's a series of short stories. Um, almost uh, every chapter is a little bit different. Sometimes there's two uh, two stories in one chapter, but it's all of the craziest dating stories that you could possibly imagine from first dates gone wrong to Tinder dates, uh, this and that. Um, obviously I can't say a lot of the things that they say on the air are in the book, but it's, it's really a great thing. And it's so funny, some of the stories and you're like, no, there's no way that happened. Um, but what's really great about this book is that it sprinkles in celebrity dating stories amongst just dare I say, commoners like ourselves, right? So they actually put a post out, a tweet a while ago and said, hey, DM us if you have a crazy dating story and we'll reach out if if we want to include you in the book. And so they started including people's stories into this book and people were going crazy. And they said they got millions upon millions of dating stories from every walk of life, from people that were 16 years old and it's their first date ever to people that were you know, 45 and just coming off a divorce and they went on a, a first date or to people that are in college and having fun uh, to, to to just older people that have been on their one millionth date and they've been married for 25 years and there's a, you know, a 35 years, something like that. And it's just really, really a great kind of mix of stories that go in there. Some are funny, some are really good, some are horrifying. And those ones actually seem to be the funniest. But <laughs> it, it's 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 just it's unbelievable. I couldn't I couldn't put it down. I, I wanted to stay up late really late one night and just and just go through it all. Wow. So you're saying that the more horrifying ones are the funniest, or seem to be the funniest, um, which is why I started laughing before knowing, right? Because I was like, yeah, those got to be the funniest. Anything particularly about Kevin Hart's um, involvement? So he does give a tale of uh, Kevin Hart does give us a little. Uh, does he? Uh, yes. Uh, and it's it's near the end. So you guys are going to have to listen all the way through, which uh, I don't think you guys will have a problem. But he does give a little one. And it's right after another celebrity is uh, Rachel Bloom. And it's really, really funny. Hers is so funny. And she makes a line in there that I hysterically died laughing at. And there's actually a video on uh, on Twitter about. And she says that she invented ghosting because that, that's all she does. She's like, I think I invented it back in the day because people would reach out with uh, whatever pictures on on um, a dating site and she just never talked to anybody. And uh, her, her story goes on because she's kind of a comedian. She wrote um, a few shows, shows for the WB and she is very, very funny and energetic. And the way she tells her story is is 
it was one of my favorites throughout the uh throughout the the whole book and for good reason and i think it will be a lot of your guys favorites too i i think for me what what kind of stands out is that we've all gone through those horrible you know dating situations or dates or whatever and a book like this kind of will allow you to do two things one understand that you're not the only one and two possibly understand that it always could be worse because by the sounds of it they put some of the horrifying date stories where you might look and you might say well that never happened to me i only had this happen so although we're kind of making light of it and it's a bit of a comedy it can be very relatable at the same time ryan no i think you're right i think the the first part that you said you know what you're not alone the strength in numbers piece is is really uh really great because some people do go through some hard times when when dating um but the, the second part is you know what it might even we can even add a third part to that it might even help you laugh at yourself um because if you can't laugh at yourself then you know what are we doing in life right i think that despite everything you just gotta over time of course you might just want to sit back and laugh at the situation and be like oh my goodness i can't believe that happened right or uh just in in terms of that but yeah when i when i say some of the horrifying i just i can't believe that some of these happened and uh they they just get funnier and funnier and i really love this book this is going to be in my top five for sure th this year um hands down it might, it might even be pushing closer to number one as well and for the last i'd say five years or so it's been a science fiction book that's been my number one so this is uh given everyone a run for their money and uh the producers of this book simon and schuster did such a good job of getting the voices in there telling the story the way it was supposed to be told and uh really focusing in on the horrifying parts, the funny parts, the sad parts, the the happy parts, because uh, uh, not all of them are are horrifying, but those are the ones I remember most. Yeah, I mean, it's fun when you get a book that kind of just like I've always kind of done books this way, where if it's trending or if it's you know super recommended, and I there's an inkling of interest and I'll just go check it out right it's not the way that everybody operates you know just going out and checking out a book because it's all over the the internet the biggest latest rave but it is fun especially with this kind of thing because it's full of stories and stories are a really nice way to kind of read I don't know can we call it non-fiction but you know experiences right we're we're looking through the internet checking out TikTok and all these different ways to hear about people's uh, experiences on topics like this but to read it through a book and especially in an audiobook form is kind of fun no, you're right. And it's really funny because when you do search it on Audible, it comes up as comedy, uh, something else, and then nonfiction. And I, I was like, yeah. hey, that's a little strange. But then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, it actually is nonfiction. Technically. Like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's, it's really interesting. And you know what? I don't know if this will ever happen, but I see this becoming some sort of like show or, you know, some sort of like uh, someone's going to buy out the book and be like, hey, let, let's let's produce this to, to go to a mainstream movie or uh, television or Netflix or, or something because it sold so many copies already and it's only been out for a week. And I can't uh, I mean, it's available in all three formats and get your ebook, your print, your audio. Um, it's available practically everywhere from Google Books, Apple Books, uh, Audible. Sila is uh, having it, uh, as I've spoken to someone. So they're in the midst of getting it too. So uh, it's all over at every single library you could possibly imagine. Toronto Library has it. Uh, and it's just wonderful. It's it's great to see that, that this is getting so much attention and that 
it's so well done. I think that they really were able to capture all of the stories the way they were supposed to be. And it's stories of, of regular people, you know, like, like us. It's not, oh, here's, you know, all of these celebrities, horrible dating stories. It's like, these are common people just looking for love the way, the same way that a lot of us mm. are. I guess there for is sure. quite a bit of vulnerability that comes with sharing things like this. I mean, Kevin Hart is a nice choice for it because he's already talked about a lot of his woes in his love lives. Uh, I say love lives. Because <laughs> I was a, a plural there. Wow. Okay. Because <laughs> he has so much history that he's shared in his stand-up comedy. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it's funny to us. And of course, we can relate or think, oh, man, they've got it way worse than I did. You know, that kind of thing. But it does take a lot of vulnerability. Like, earlier this year, we read... Um, Oh man, modern romance. And it was a like we had some of the author who's also a comedian and his name slips me right now, but uh, he had some like personal uh, recollections and reflections throughout the book, but a lot of it he was getting from all his subjects, right? His research people around the world. So, it was interesting to kind of get all that and and still think I was thinking throughout that entire book man, you guys are sharing so much. Like, I don't know if I'd ever be able to do something like this, but that, that's the whole point. No, and you're right. And that's why I think it's it's key that they they gave it the perspectives they did, right? It's not a celebrity down kind of trickle down effect. Yeah. This is like, hey, let's let's do this for everybody. And I think that's where the success has come. Obviously, it would have been successful to some extent, uh, no matter who is in the book. But the fact that it's worldwide from everywhere people hey submit your stories and you could be chosen that sort of thing exactly. I, I think it's 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 making it the marketing right we always talk about the marketing and i think that's where from day one they started off doing this right so guys check it out it's called kiss and tell and uh co-producer is kevin hart on there so if you type that in literally at any book uh retailer it will pop up awesome well, and also it's aziz Ansari who wrote modern romance fyi i love him He's Well, you definitely have me interested in this book, Ryan, and I will be checking it out, no doubt. Thanks for this, and uh, I look forward to reading it, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much. And who are you kidding? You're not reading anything in the next two months. It's all baseball playoffs and sports. But uh, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Have a great long weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone that celebrates, and we'll talk to you soon. You as oh, well, and nice. Ryan... Ryan is not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. It would have to be a little bit after that. For more relationship talk, tune in to Into You AMI podcast by our very own Fern Lullum. And Ryan will be back next Friday for another fascinating edition of the Chatty Bookshelf. Coming up next, we're going to be reflecting on conversations from the, the week of Kelly and Company on Cut for Time. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.